How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mark and John's the other. They love the holidays and the presents. Two old queens, it's two old queens. Holidays Jubilee 2019, it's two old queens, it's two old queens. Five golden rings. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Reddy. And oh my goodness, our guest this week. I am so excited for this one. Uh, did you want to do it or shall I? Go for it. Okay, you may know our guest uh, as the uh, butler Bertram from Jesse. <laughs> you also may know him from one of his three Tony-nominated performances uh, in Legally Blonde or as Horton the Elephant in Susical the Musical, or most importantly for this week, as Uncle Fester in the Adams Family Musical. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Kevin Chamberlain! Woo! Yay! Hey, it's nice to be here, but it's called Dirty Blonde Job. Dr- oh, what did legal. I say? Wow. What did I say? <laughs> legally <And> I Blonde. <laughs> legally. <laughs> very different show. Very different show. And I saw very your show different. twice. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. You guys. <laughs> they should bring that back for encores. How are you doing, Kevin? They should. I'm great. I'm here in in beautiful, uh, gray, dank, cold New York City, envying the L.A. weather with your sun and smoke. Oh, but you're in New York. You're doing a you're working on a show right now, correct? I'm I'm you know, I've practiced hard enough to get to Carnegie Hall. (laughs) You finally did it. Uh, I finally did it. And uh, I'm doing a Gershwin evening on November 21st. With oh. the master voices and <laughs> uh, and uh, the uh, it, I don't know if it's the New York Philharmonic, but it's a one of those orchestras of of an old chestnut of a musical called Let 'Em Eat Cake. 
mm. which is satirize, satirizes a uh, an election, a presidential election. Oh, oh topical. How, um, <laughs> timely, yes. <laughs> Uh, so Kevin, before we get to the movie, uh, our movie this week, I want to talk to you. You recently had a death hoax where people thought that you had died on the internet. What was that like? I, I did. You know, I, I, I sort of experienced what Tom Sawyer uh, experienced. <laughs> <laughs> you got trapped in a cave. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and to experience your own funeral is sort of, uh, surreal and odd. And, um, uh, if, if your ego ever was hurting, um, <laughs> hey, fake your own death. Um, I was doing, I was working at Kristen Chenoweth's boot camp. Oh, as, one does. <laughs> <laughs> as one does. And, um, giving back. That's what we have to do. I'm giving mm, back, I, John. Yes. <laughs> and, cause she certainly doesn't pay. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And a girl um, introduced me to TikTok, which is very big with the kids now. Yes. And I had never heard of it. And I think it was pretty new this summer. And she recorded me doing my catchphrase from <laughs> Bertram, you know, Bertram in uh, Jesse, which is Bertram is a lazy butler. And so when the doorbell rings, they're like, Bertram, aren't you going to get the door? And Bertram says, uh, it's too far. <laughs> and uh, so she recorded me at the lunch table saying my famous line. So then it starts going crazy on TikTok and gets a million and six views. Uh, like 1.6 <laughs> million views. <laughs> like um, a million and six. <laughs> a million and six. <laughs> And underneath it were comments, and one of the comments was, I heard he just passed away. <laughs> so someone just – and because someone had put that out there, it just went nuts. It got out onto the AP wire. Wow. That's good. Um, made the wire. Uh, people were calling uh, my phone and uh, to corroborate the – the story on TikTok. <laughs> so the power of social media. So I got to read a lot of wonderful comments as if I were, had just died. <laughs> a nice preview of things to come. That's nice. It is. It is. It was bizarre. I saw it uh, when I saw it online. It was it was a uh, Kevin Chamberlain not dead. And so I was like, oh, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had not heard yes. that you had died. I just heard that it was a hoax. So I was very, like, relieved. I was like, I can't wait for this story. <laughs> Cat's still around. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Chamberlain's still alive. <laughs> still doing it. Um, well, I'm glad you're still alive. Um, so now you also were in the Addams Family musical on Broadway um, as Uncle Fester. Tony nominated. Were you the only Tony nomination from that production? Because that happened to you with Susanna. Uh, yeah, way to rub it in. Um, <laughs> what you're shown? <laughs> I know my 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 career is terrific in turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> You'll love them in a turkey. Uh, yeah, actually, the score was nominated as well. Oh, okay, thank uh, you, and, thank you, thank and, you. And, sorry, 
Andrew Lippa, as opposed to Susical, where I was literally the only nomination. And the sad thing is you come in the next day and everyone's trying to be happy for you. But right. um, you don't, you know you're not going to get to perform on the Tony Awards. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's very, very bittersweet. Yeah, it must so be tough because you to can't come. be excited. No, as excited as you want to be because you have to... I closed my dressing room door and Andrew Lippa and I, who wrote the score, we grabbed hands and jumped up and down like little <laughs> girls. But oh, then that's we, good. We, 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 then we cried a little. Oh. What to you, like, what was your, as someone who never made it out to the Great White Way, <laughs> uh, what was your, like, what, is, what to you makes, like, Uncle Fester, like, tick? What is, like, an iconic like, element of, like, Fester? Well, I got to work with um, the guy who runs the uh, Adams Estate. Uh, his name is Kev- Kevin as well. And um, he's this wonderful, dapper, bow-tied man. And he said that Fester was basically Charles Adams. Oh, uh, okay. He saw himself as, as Fester. And uh, he, was, uh, he was married, and his wife was very Morticia- looking uh mm-hmm. but he had no children he, um and uh, wasn't really interested in the um uh, physical sexual thing so much as um he he just he loved the dark macabre mm-hmm. uh world and he uh, he's, he, he, if you look at the original New Yorker, the Adams family was written for the New Yorker originally as panels, um, cartoon panels. And they didn't even have any names. And in fact, when he sold it to, um, I believe it was Universal, um, Universal or Paramount, they said, well, you're going to have to name these characters. <laughs> And because they never mentioned any of their names in any of the cartoon panels. So um, Fester, which means to rot, um, (laughs) uh, it really says a lot about how he viewed himself. He didn't think he was a very attractive man. And um, and he's sort of that crazy uncle that everyone has that's sort of odd and and peculiar. What's interesting in Mexico and sp- in Spanish language co- uh, countries, uh, Fester is is uh, called uh, Tio Lucas, um, which I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's probably a lot of words great. in Spanish that mean things, but that's great. <laughs> Tio Lucas, and and I would go into a pizza place uh, next door to the theater here in New York and uh, all the, all the guys behind the counter would go, Hey, Tio Lucas. <laughs> and give me free. Give me I free believe pizza. Lucas means bad tipper. <laughs> <laughs> well, as well, I you thought may, it was oh. like, um, Oh, I thought it was like Luke, like um, Wolf or, you know, the, the I word. Yeah, that's like, sure. Sure. Uh, or but or lunacy, uh, Luna. You know he's he's usually associated with the moon. With the moon, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is in love with the moon, and uh, so yeah, it's it's you can look at the entom- etymology etymology. Yes, I always mix up etymology with entomology, which is insects. <laughs> um, 
So, uh, yes, but t- uh, Tio Lucas or Uncle, the, the, the Spanish word is putrefication. Like oh. Putrefication doesn't really work. <laughs> doesn't trip off the as tongue good as like Fester does. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's get into it. As you may or may not know, we are kicking off our Holidays Jubilee 2019 <laughs> celebration. We're starting with uh, one of the uh, great uh, Thanksgiving Day pick, Adam's Family Values. Yes. Yes, Adam's Family Values. Some information on that movie was released in 1993. It was written by Paul Rudnick, based on characters by Charles Adams and directed by Barry Sonnefeld. Uh, stars Angelica Houston, Ralph Julia, uh, Christopher Lloyd, Joan Cusack, Christina Ricci, and Carol Kane. And it tells the story of the Adams Family trying to rescue their beloved Uncle Fester from his gold digging new love, a black widow named Debbie. Now, had you seen <laughs> Adam's Family Values before you did the musical? Did you have yes. a. Yes, well, I I went to um, I I went to a screening of it when it was first opening up because I'm friends with Paul Rednick. Okay, and um, <laughs> uh, and he was doing Jeffrey at the time, so you'll see a lot of the cast of Jeffrey in the movie. There's oh, a lot fun. of New York actors in this. In a movie, yeah, it's um, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Harriet Harris and uh, Julie Halston and. Uh, Charles Nixon, Bush, Charles Bush, um, Tony Shalhoub is has, even yes. has a, a, little, <laughs> a, little, a weird little sailor. David Hyde Pierce is the the doctor. Yeah, oh, very, very small good. little, very uh, small, and he's got a mask little, over his face, but you you can't hide that Pierce. No, those <laughs> eyes, you get lost. <laughs> <laughs> he actually stole a joke uh, from Jeffrey. Um, where the Indian, you know, the Indian pageant, mm-hmm. where she's like, I thought it, I thought it was going to be like a woo woo Indian, <laughs> and um, he had a joke in Jeffrey, a real racist joke, but it was, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, oh yes, he's Indian, and the person goes woo woo or dot dot. <laughs> well, <laughs> some things belong on the cutting room floor, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to kill your darling. Was, yeah. It was it was so so surprising that he actually put that in there. So is this like a favorite? Do you think uh, a lot of people consider myself included? This is a superior Adams Family movie compared to the first one. I think this one's even better. It's just a joke a minute, uh, and it's just uh, it's a great. I don't know. What did you do? You, how do you think it compares to the original? Uh, I think it's definitely, definitely. Uh, funnier and it feels more cohesive. But the original like had a lot of rewrites and a lot of like problems like rewrites happening as they were filming which Uh is always tough to sort of write the get something back on track when you're in the midst of doing it um but yeah i think it's definitely better than the original i think this is the first movie we've done on this podcast i think i've seen this movie 20 30 times probably (laughs) it's definitely one of my favorite definitely my favorite thanksgiving movie which isn't saying much (laughs) it's a long list (laughs) but all those thanksgiving (laughs) movies um but i love this is like one of my favorite movies of all time that makes sense i'm very biased Rewatching it last night i knowing that you had said that to me i was like oh this makes sense because it is just like one liner after the other it's just like one it's just like such i was like oh yeah this this feels like a very formative mark rennie movie (laughs) absolutely (laughs) it was one of like last night i started it was like late it was like Eleven fifteen. I was like, I know it's a short movie, but gosh, I'm tired. But then, like, it just flies right by. Yeah, it does. It does. There's quickly. so many characters. There's so many characters, and you're you're following the way it bounces back and forth from Fester's story to the camp. It, it always keeps you um, engaged. I'm, there's something to be said about the um, those those Adams 
there's it's a very unique sense of humor and Rudnick mm-hmm. really really captured it and it was a problem we had to bring in uh, joke writers uh f- for Adam's family the Broadway show because there wasn't enough of those dark humor uh mm-hmm. things like I remember one one joke um uh a character goes oh um do you have a little girl's room uh, this the visit the visit and and Gomez says we used to uh, but we let them go <laughs> and and one of my favorites in the movie is um, oh where do you where do you find these Adams men and Morticia says it has to be damp <laughs> <laughs> it's just like perfect material and like the perfect cast no offense to you but it was like the perfect you know uh, I, I would have been cast much better the I think he's a little over oh Christopher Lloyd's a little over the top Christopher <laughs> Lloyd's a little over the top stop the presses <laughs> Doc Brown over the top <laughs> laying on a little thick Christopher Lloyd uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> Well, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movie ever. (laughs) We have a very elaborate and Byzantine scoring system, a lot of categories. uh, And then at the end of this, you will be adding a category, which will then become become canon. (laughs) So then we will use that to judge every movie that comes after this one. All right, let me recap our top five standings, where we are right now. Number five is Scream with 51.95%. Number four, Beetlejuice, 53.75%. Number three, Midnight Madness, 57.77%. Number two, 9 to 5, 58.94%. And our still reigning champ, God damn it, is the Muppets <laughs> Take Manhattan with 6617 wow. I think that we are poised. This is poised for an upset. I think watching it last night, I, I don't want to jinx Oof. it, but I think we are in good... I think we're in good standing right we'll now. We'll see. We'll see. We'll okay. see. Okay. I don't right. know. Well, I, don't know. I would love it, but there's some crucial. Uh, we'll we'll get into it. All right. It. We'll get into it. I, I'm curious as to how many of these movies in your top five are written by gay men. None of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why the Muppet highest scoring Manhattan. one is a D. Muppet Take Manhattan is not written. Oh, I guess not. No. Nine to five is written by a lesbian. That's got to count for something. That's got to count for something. So this is the um, yeah Paul Rutnick has a big shot here right now. Here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. Starting right. category. So, our first I- category is homoeroticism. So on a scale of zero to a hundred, how homoerotic is Adam's Family Values? So what? Where do we think we could? There's where do we think we could find some homoeroticism in this movie? Um, there's not a lot. There isn't a lot. Let's see. What are what? Are, what's our? No, because they're not. It's actually, you know, more, Gomez and Morticia are one of the hottest couples. Like the Absolutely. first couple, of that literally lighting the screen on fire. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very hetero. It's very. Uh, you watch that television show, and it's oh my God, they're all over each other. <laughs> it's in yeah. it's in your face. <laughs> in a room. So, Kevin, do you have a, uh, a number in mind for? Because then we're going to take the average of all three of ours, and that's the score. Well. Charles Bush does have one line, so <laughs> and um, he's a notorious looker, Charles Bush. <laughs> yeah, so homo is he the one who calls um, Wednesday a tramp when she catches the bouquet? Is that yes. Charles Bush? Yeah. I, yeah. That's one of my yes. favorite moments. <laughs> Telling a little girl she's a tramp <laughs> is that's why I love Adam's family values. 
<laughs> but on a homoerotic, uh, yeah, there isn't even a shirtless guy. Um, no. So, um, yeah, I'd have to say five. 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 Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot going on here. Uh, I'm going to just give it a 10 in case you have a fetish. It could be a fun movie for that. <laughs> for the fetishists out there. I mean, could every movie get a 10 then? Well, sure. Fine. You should every movie a 10. Every movie. Then. All right, then. <laughs> All right. I'm just looking for some consistency from John. Never going to get it. Nope. Um, I, I'll, give it, I'll give it a five as well. Yeah, it's okay. not, unfortunately not homoerotic. But I do feel like the Adams would love gay people. Sure. What do they care? <laughs> All right. Next category. <laughs> Another tough one for the Adams. Actual gay characters, zero to a hundred. Hmm. I don't think there are any. Well, I played Fester as a gay man. Thank oh, you. Well, there you go. <laughs> Fortunately, we're stuck with Christopher Lloyd. That seems you. And it's pretty much the the entire pro- plot of the movie is that he's married to a woman. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, we don't know about Thing. We do. He's married. Oh, Thing. No. Well, he seems he's humping Debbie's shoulder. When is he humping Debbie's shoulder? Well, she's on his hand. She's on. Well, he's, he's just massaging her. He's no, just he's friendly. like humping her like a dog. And like, oh, Morticia says, "Stop that." <laughs> I, I, he's he's definitely bisexual. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, he is a hand. I mean, as I say, a hand is a hand, as it were. <laughs> Although they do allude yes. to Fester using thing. Um, the cat's going nuts. Uh, they do allude to Fester using thing as like a marital aid. <laughs> so, oh, that's right. <laughs> All right. He just manicures so his hands. So then, little... so what score would you give it, Kevin, on actual gay characters? But, but interestingly enough, Thing could be a woman. That's I mean, true. I Absolutely, guess it's, it's a masculine hand. Though. Sure, it is a masculine hand. The the um, Thing is portrayed by a man. It is a man's hand. Yeah. I'm just gonna go up a little more and just say eight, <laughs> eight based on nothing. Okay, <laughs> great. Um. <laughs> I'll give it. Uh, let me think, though. Who else is in this? What can you pull parents? out of thin air? What can I pull out of thin air to make Mark <laughs> angry for no good reason? Let me see. There's um, Peter. Peter Mc, um, Peter. Uh, yeah, he did yeah. write a play for a camp. I think he's pretty gay. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I think. Uh, who else? Who well, else? I feel like he's with Christine Baranski. I feel like they're like a weird couple. Oh, right. There's never been a gay man and a woman who've been like a a, a, a duo. That's never happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a 12 for Peter McNichol. 12. <laughs> um, I'll, uh, well, he's never out as gay. He's like just being a... Uh, it's not enough. I'll give it a five. Okay. And I Just love this movie. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. It's going to make up. A, those were the categories I was worried about. And there's a few other towards the end. Yeah. But um, it's, it's shaping a, up to be a really straight movie. <laughs> but here we go. We're going to make up a lot of points here. Next category. Camp right. factor on a scale of zero oh, to 100. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's in the 90s. I would say I'd give it a, 90, a 93. 93. Uh, I'm going to go full 100. I think this movie is total camp. I mean, how do you make it? I mean, what more? It's uh, Morticia Adams herself is. I mean, the only way to maybe make it campier is if you had a man play Morticia or something like that. Right. But even then. How do you top Angelica Houston? Exactly. Cher would be the only one. But even that feels only like a point. Um, And there's a camp. And there's a camp in it. There's literally literally a camp. Yeah. By the um, way, I loved your um, your sleepaway camp uh, episode. Oh, thank <laughs> oh, you! Oh my god, <laughs> have you that seen was that movie? So good. 
Oh, it's one of my favorites. I love that movie. <laughs> and and it, it's just so gay. And and I always wondered if the if the director was gay or what? It's what's hard the story? to tell. <laughs> Inconclusive I at mean, best. It's like I think I, this is directed by someone who doesn't know they're gay. <laughs> the costuming, just in oh, the shorts. Those shorts. It, it yeah. sent me back to, to high school. <laughs> um, well, so back to back to Adam. Camp factor. So, so what do you say, Mark? Um, I think I'm yeah, going to so give good. it so um, a 95. 95. Okay. 95. What, do you, what is what is the last All five right. hold out for? I just need somewhere to. I don't know. I would need like a musical number. I would need something. There are a little musical more. numbers in this. I need like actual singing and song. Look, they up. do a number in the camp. They do um, his musical. I don't know. I just need. Eat I don't me. know. I just need some. I need some they actual do like gay that, people. That dance number. Okay. I'm so sorry, John. <laughs> um, it is currently tied for the gayest uh, camp for camp right now. It's tied with Beetlejuice, which okay. feels right. That feels okay. Oh, okay. They next, feel like contemporaries. Next category: yeah. makeover montage on a scale of zero to a hundred. Well, well that's just really. Made, yeah, and Wednesday gets made over a little. But, but there's no, not in a montage, though. Mm-hmm. No. I don't think there is one. No, there isn't. If How strict are the rules make a, of, of making <laughs> I'm pretty as strict. As, yeah, but you don't John have to pay attention to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say 10. 10. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, 15. 15. I'm going to give it a zero because okay. there is no makeover montage. All righty. All right, next category. I think you'll make up some points here. Over the top wardrobe. Zero yeah. to 100. I mean, it's not 98. 98. <laughs> I'm going to go 100. 100. Yeah. Wow. This is. Um, yeah, I think I have to give this 100. It's yeah, like, I, I don't mean, know how a... much it's Adam's family values. I mean, what more do you want yeah. out of life? There's a character made I of didn't hair. Like, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't like Fester's um, wig, that outfit. I didn't. I, I thought they could have done better with that. So that's why I took off to his married enough. outfit. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. The pastel suit. <laughs> I do love, like, watching it yeah. this time. I was like, oh, this movie, I like... It is like an indictment of like white middle class and bourgeois <laughs> people. It's like such mm-hmm. a scathing a, indictment of that, and I love that. Oh, it's something it's like a very like, white movie. Yes, but it's also <laughs> a parody of white people. Mm-hmm. Like those kids, yeah, it's well, Amanda that, Buckman. Fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> no, just panning that that audience at the camp. Yes, I love oh, yeah. all the pink pastel sweaters and and. <laughs> And polo kind of shirt, polo shirts. And that was, that's really brilliant. It's so white. And all those girls, the hair, it actually reminded me of the girls in sleepaway camp. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Next category. Does it hold up on a scale of zero to a hundred? Yeah. I don't think there's anything uh, about it that is aged poorly or that you would necessarily. If anything, it's aged like, it's like takedown of Thanksgiving is more relevant than ever. Because now we call it indigenous, or no, that's Columbus Day is Indigenous <laughs> People's Day. Day, but same thing. Sure. <laughs> you know, I feel like that conversation is happening more than it was in 93 when this came out. Yes. It, Wednesday is far beyond her years. Right. Mm-hmm. In so many ways. Yeah. So what would you give it on a scale of zero to 100 and does it hold up? Um, I would, I'd, I'd say um, 82. 82. 82. 
Uh, I'm going to grade it higher than that because there's nothing that I feel like, oh, I wish we could redo that part or sure. so that should change. So I'm going to give it a 95. 95. I'm giving it a 100. All righty. <laughs> this is... Oh. Um, oh, I should say currently in over-the-top wardrobe, Adam's Family Values, number one. All righty. With 99.33. <laughs> you, know what, you know what really keeps this movie... Um, alive too is Mark Shaman's score. It's great. It's such a great score. It is so good. Yeah, and and music always dates a movie, and this has kept pretty uh, the way he works the theme song into the orchestral variations. Mm-hmm. Really brilliant. And the and the organ during the um, the wedding that lurch Lur- that lurch is playing. <laughs> a little sunrise yeah. sunset from Fiddler on the Roof there. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> Lurch and Thing are doing a three-hand uh, <laughs> All right. organ. All right, our next category, Drag Queen Inspiration, 0 to 100. Well, there's Charles Bush. <laughs> he was Charles inspired Bush, by the movie. Morticia, Christina Ricci. The entire like, family, the I The entire say. family, I think. I Yeah. So yeah. what would you give it, Kevin, on 0 to 100? I... I uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of drag morticias, so um, I yeah, I'd give it a, a ninety-five. Ninety-five. Uh, <clears throat> I'm I sound like a broken record. I'm giving it a hundred. I don't think there's much more that you could this ask is, for. I'm gonna give it a hundred. Yeah, well. all right. I feel like we're cheating somehow. <laughs> this feels wrong in a way. Well, there's um, a, yeah, because I mean, wow. in a way, Morticia Adams sort of is a drag queen in a way. Yeah. So it's sort of like, uh-huh. yeah. Or Morticia is the woman men are thinking about when they become drag. <laughs> that's like, you know, like, <laughs> that's the target I'm going and, for. And Joan Cusack basically is a genius. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Where was her yeah. Oscar for this? Well, you know, Raul I did Julia's Oscar. I did uh, In and Out with Joan Cusack, and she got an Oscar nomination for that. Was she a dream? Um, she, I hope she was a dream. It was unbelievably kind and amazing and that was um only a year after this wow oh wow That's so maybe this was the Paul precursor Rudnick, right? of yes exactly. he also wrote that one wow they should do she's something her else. muse <laughs> she, i mean what she a great is his muse all right our next category caper music zero to a hundred how is Adam's family values and uh, for music for pulling I think it's off great. Caper. I mean, like we were just talking about, Mark Shaman's yeah, score does Mark such a Shaman. great job. There's so many capers throughout this whole thing. Like even like the uh, the scene with the baby, uh, even like the opening, the opening when she gives birth. Like all the music to that. That's sort of like a caper giving yeah. birth. The t- yeah. burning of the Pilgrim Village. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I love this. I shot give it a hundred. A hundred. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you. 100. I think the the music does such a great job, and it's such a, it's it's a, the whole movie is capery. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give it 75. 75. Why are you holding back? Because it's not Mission Impossible. <laughs> what? But ca- okay, because <laughs> that to me is the bar for caper. I mean, it's fun, exciting music, but caper. All right, that's the category. Okay, <laughs> sure. That's how you want to interpret it. That is how I interpret caper music and how much the music to do capers. By. Okay, yep, that's what I. That's what I do. I'm crazy. Fair enough. Um, next category: teamwork on a scale of zero to a hundred. How much is like Adam's family value for teamwork? I think it's really high. They're a great family. They're a family that loves spending time together. They're a family that like supports each other. The breaking up of the family is the whole devastating for them. They're interested in what each other's doing. Like they, they are definitely are like a a team. They're the most loving, uh, supportive family in the entire film. And they're (laughs) the weird ones. Yeah, exactly. 
They are. So what and, would you get if it? they did have a gay? If they did have a gay relative, you know that they would be part of the team as well. I mean, 100%. and the story's out on Pubert. That yeah, baby. Right. We don't know. Any baby growing up go. with like, he's hey, born st- with a John Waters mustache. Story's out on Pugsley too. Who knows? That's true. That's right. Um, and in my production, that's true. <laughs> um, uh, teamwork. It's a very teamworky movie. Um, and that even the baby uh, chips in to uh, save the day. That's true. So um, uh, I'll give it a um, a ninety. Ninety. I'm gonna go ninety five. Ninety five. Uh, I'm gonna give it a sixty. Sixty. <laughs> Why are you so low? <laughs> because at the end, yeah, it is just the baby. The family itself is too. They're very passive at the end. It just the, they're in electric chairs. <laughs> exactly. And the, so the baby is solo doing it. Uh, but I just uh, if they all came together, it's like I always think of like the. Incredible, what are you talking about? The kids are like at camp and they're like, we have to leave camp to go save our uncle Fester. Yeah, but they don't really. It's they're but they they're try. passive at the end. Just because they they're not good at teamwork doesn't mean there's not teamwork happening. Well, I would like to see people well if they were good at teamwork they'd get a higher score <laughs> okay how about, how about david crumholtz he's was great so fun so I cute i love him what a perfect I, I love him in everything i think he's really sweet and charming like i like him as an actor i think he's great and i love that he's reading um stephen hawkins <laughs> book. Also, a, perfect, hands. a perfect boyfriend for wednesday because a boy on the verge of death at all yeah. times allergic to everything yeah. what a perfect totally. Uh, all right, our next category. How likely are you to recommend this to gay people on a scale of <laughs> zero to a hundred? Hundred, hundred, yeah, hundred. I'd be like, oh, you've got to see the one. You know, even if it's just the one-liners alone, it's just rat-a-tat nonstop. Yeah, uh, it's this is absolutely a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! This, this is must my, be number one in this category. Um, it's first, tied first with time the we've kids all are all right. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I would absolutely. Recommend this over, kids are all right. Uh, yes, I was like, well, this is more personal to me. You know gotcha. what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not like I'm not if I'm doing a, a speaking You're teaching a class, right? <laughs> teaching a class. Like. All right, next category. Uh, How much felt is in the movie on a scale of zero to a hundred? I think there's got to be a lot because. Who, first of all, who knows exactly how all their outfits are made, but also the turkeys that they are. The, the turkeys, in the, uh, the little in the puppets play. The, in the, the, the nanny, Mrs. Poppins. Oh, yeah. That's right. The puppets. I think also Fester's mm-hmm. robe. Feels felty. felty. It's like wool or something. I'm sure a lot of their stuff has felt in it. A lot of them. Yeah. Pajamas. Yeah. Pajamas. Did that, okay. did that question come from the Muppets movie? It did, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> what was your first what was clue? It? What tipped you off? <laughs> <laughs> So um, you- yeah, so I'll I'll give it um, a, a ninety four. Ninety four. <laughs> uh, I will give it an eighty five. Eighty five. I'm um, taking a drink. I'm I'm fixing right myself a cocktail. You go right. <laughs> okay, we'll keep going. Um, I'm going to give it a seventy five. Seventy five. What are you keeping it at seventy five for? Because it's not a Muppet movie where the characters okay. themselves are felt. Okay, but we've actually have learned in, in that the characters actually not well, made this felt. category is meaningless. What does it matter? It's seventy five. It'll be fine. <laughs> Who cares? All right, then. It's weird how you get mad at me for sometimes caring about things since I'm not caring about things. But would you want to do it? it seventy five. Okay. What do you want from me? I don't know. Get louder. <laughs> Next this category. Is really, this is the best part of the show: the bickering. Thank you. Um, it stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> Next category: facial hair on a scale of zero to hundred. I mean, you have a baby with a mustache. We have a baby with a mustache. We have Raul a Julia. character made entirely. Oh, did of you hair. notice? 
did you notice the mustache gets uh, licked off? Um, there's a there's a shot of the baby and the, the mustache is no longer there. Oh, <laughs> oh funny! At one point, <laughs> it's it's in one of the first scenes. Oh, so, I didn't notice that. Oh uh, yes, we love baby with the mustache. When David Krumholtz adds the mustache at the end, that's a oh, really that's cute. true. So, what would you give this on facial hair? Um, well, considering that the the mustache is drawn on, um, and uh, Raul Julia does have a beautiful mustache, gorgeous, um, <laughs> sumptuous, some might say. By the way, there's a, an amazing American Masters on him right now on PBS. Oh, it's right. so good, and it goes back to the whole early days at the public theater when he. Um, so I'll give it a sixty. Sixty. Okay, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it eighty because there, again, there's a character that is made entirely of hair. Cheers. Uh, but I feel like the thing hair or cousin it comes from the top of his head and goes down, so we don't exactly know what's going on underneath. I feel like so it's got. Me, a, I can't. I feel like say. it's layers. We don't know. We don't know. Well, I'm I'm intuiting that it's layers. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a sixty as well. Alrighty. I think Mission Impossible got the hundred because it affected another movie. Like that's how powerful that, <laughs> that mustache, mustache was. was. Um, but this is iconic facial hair. Um, next category, shattered glass, zero to a hundred. Not as much as you think. There's off-screen shattered glass, but they're also they do blow up an entire house that had some lovely bay windows That's in true. it. True. Yeah, she's a- she's brushing she's brushing glass off her. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. off her dress. Why I remember that? I don't know. <laughs> it's Joe um, Cusack. She's burned into our brains. Everything she does at birth, every choice she makes. <laughs> Every move she makes. We'll be watching her. <laughs> we will be. <laughs> um, I would say, um, yeah, there's a good amount. I would say 75. 75. Yeah, I'm going to go 80 because I just think a whole house full of glass is broken. Um, sure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 40. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just house. We don't get a close up of shattered glass. You know what okay, I mean? Compared sure. to like Scream or something, you know, mm-hmm. or the faculty. Now that was Come glass. On, let's get real. Okay, next category: the male gaze. Like, how is the ca- how much is the camera <laughs> horny for the male uh, body on a scale of zero mm. to one hundred? No one's straighter than Barry no. Sonnenfeld. I no. feel like <laughs> apparently no. not. He's Tell like, me about it. Yeah, I just worked with him on Lemony Snicket. <laughs> oh, fun! <laughs> yeah. Pretty straight, huh? Always talking about sports. Very straight. NASCAR. <laughs> um. I uh, I give it a zero on that zero. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'll just go f- again for 45. the fetishes. Fifteen. Okay. Get mad. <laughs> get angry. You told me to. <laughs> I'm giving it a zero. All right. It's not horny at all. Okay. Next category: angry phone hangups on a scale of zero to a hundred. I don't know if there are any. I feel like there's maybe one or two, but I don't remember I don't them. Think- <laughs> yes. Do they call from camp? No, it's letters. They get letters. Yeah. I don't think there are any. Wasn't there like a like Debbie calling someone or something like that? No, I think there was. All right. <laughs> so what would you? Well, give how about us? Nathan Lane? Nathan Amazing. Lane. Yeah. That whole <laughs> Raul Julia and that when his old breakdown <laughs> of that scene. Oh, it's great. And it just ends on a stupid, but I, to this day, I have never seen you. It just has nothing to do with anything. It's right, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great um, three. The comedy in threes. Yes. <laughs> I have seen this. I have seen this. But I've never seen you. <laughs> Book them. Book them. <laughs> uh, so what would you give us an angry phone hangups, Kevin? 
Yeah, zero. There's no zero. John feels like there might be one, but can't remember. Yes, I'm going to give it a nine. Nine, of course, because (laughs) a nine one one. Mm -hmm. John's really taking a hankering to the Joker mentality. I Uh guess pretty upsetting. I'm giving it a zero. All right. Uh, Next category, going to make up some points here. Here we go. Titular theme song. Zero to a hundred. I mean, Adam's yeah. family. Whoop! 100. There it is. A hundred, because it's also the theme song to the Adam's family itself. Yeah, and also Michael Jackson was supposed to have written a theme song for it, but uh, that's also when the first major sexual abuse, uh, abuse scandals came out. So somehow, and, and they put that in there when he goes in and sees in the in the the hut, the happiness hut. That's right. Yeah. Hut. The happiness has, there's a picture of Michael Jackson. Heal the world. <laughs> oh, and the joke about like how the kids, like the kids are like being punished at the summer camp to look at like happy things and they can't look away. And then David Cromholtz character says, but it's Disney. <laughs> like that is more pressing than ever. When did he hears about the Mandalorian? Yeah. <laughs> I'm also yes. giving it a hundred. All right. Hundreds across the board. Ba, ba, ba. Our next category entrances with pizzazz. Zero to a hundred. Oh, oh yeah. Well, there's a couple. Um, what well, Joan Cusack Joan has, Cusack a, great has a great entrance. Has a great entrance. Morticia. Um, I think every family member kind of gets their moment. Like yeah. there's, we hear mm-hmm. Fester howling, and then the camera pans across the top, mm-hmm. and you see him silo. He's literally howling at the moon. Yeah, mm-hmm. at the moon. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I'll I'll give that a ninety. 90 uh yeah i'll also go 90 on that one i think it's all pretty great 90 i'll give it 75 okay uh reason why so low uh i could use a little more pizzazz i'm always thinking beetlejuice like bursting out of a coffin flying into the air okay just a little more oomph all righty actually that's the same score i gave oh wait no i don't know i gave beetlejuice 90 yeah i stand by that okay Great. So, uh, okay. Next category: non-traditional murder weapons. Okay, so we've zero got, to a hundred. Yes. We've got putting a radio in the bathtub. That's not traditional. Um, yeah. it's got, a traditional suicide weapon. Sure, but it's not. A, that's it's not, not murder. It's not murder. Uh, I mean, we have a bowling ball. A bowling ball that hits a. Uh, um, what and and then the 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 thing <laughs> that turns like kind of thing. The she electric, gets electrocuted. The electric mm-hmm. um, I mean, there are other things like there's the 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 electric chairs, and then there's, I mean, there's the, nothing more traditional than electric chair. Yeah, but they're not. I would contemporary traditional. <laughs> there's I the mean, our It's only a, yeah. There's nothing more traditional than a guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> that would started the tradition. I would mm-hmm, say. Sure, sure. Uh, I dynamite, grasping, John. Just talking about things. <laughs> um... <laughs> Also, she like so tries the, to scare him to death at the end. That's very that's untraditional. True. Yeah, that's a method. Yeah, it's a method. Sure, sure. Fake yeah. hand. <laughs> yeah, a graveside as a murder weapon. Yeah, it's not not great. Yeah, I, I I'll give that a, a, a forty eight. Forty eight. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a sixty five because I feel like there wasn't really a lot of like guns or knives or anything like that. You I mean, there was a gun, but yeah, insane. I'm giving okay. it a twenty five. Okay. Thank goodness you're here. <laughs> and I love this movie. Uh-huh. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. I would love for this to be number one, but I can't we can't cheat it. I can't game the system. Sure, sure. No, no one I else has. To be true no, to myself. No. Well, that's them. That's okay, not me. sure. Oh, so, Two now you, don't so good. Make a luckily right. you could sleep at night. Absolutely. <laughs> but the boombox. Tony Rodriguez but the, does it. But, 
But but the boombox in the in the tub and the bomb brings me up in the forties. Well, I just think a bomb is like look at the IRA. They love bombs. Okay. That's like so traditional. Mm-hmm. But it was <laughs> in a birthday uh, box. Every, the Thanksgiving IRA bomb. We all love. Uh, and then the, and then strangely, the meatloaf makes an appearance. In I the love road. the return mm-hmm. of the meatloaf. Uh, what's nothing's more bourgeois than a fancy meatloaf? <laughs> all right, next category: breath acting on a scale of zero to a hundred. There's I no, think if you, if you think of like Lurch, though, he's just like grunts. grunts. That's sort of breath. That's breathy. That's breath acting. No, but um, but breath acting is is the is that awful. I always take it as that horrible um, trend now that's happening where people are just talking like this. <laughs> yeah, like uh, ASMR ish. That's that's is that what you mean or? I think it's like anytime someone's acting without like. By just like, like not engaging their vocal actual cords words. as much. Yeah. Shitty acting. That's not quite <laughs> shitty like acting. Quite the thing. And if anything, this movie uh, forces everyone to have like perfect diction because that dialogue is so like. Everyone's theater. Yeah. Everyone's great. Yeah. Everyone's fast and theatrical. Yeah, I guess Amanda Bugman. Oh, the breath acting made when Amanda is drowning in the lake and you see bubbles come up. That's true. There That's you breath go. Acting. That's breath acting. She's indicating her emotional state underwater. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I would say singing also falls into that category. You are using your breath differently. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So I think that works for acting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For breath acting? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Don't try and shame me with your little I'm side just asking. Eye. Uh-huh. Right. No tone in your voice at all. I can't help if I was born with a tone. <laughs> <laughs> what would you give it, Kevin, on breath acting? Zero to a hundred. Yeah, I'm ten. 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 I'm giving it a fifty. Fifty? Yep. Fifty. Jesus. I would give that breath acting what you did just right there. But I was shouting. Yeah, you're uh, you're uh, using your breath. <laughs> Anything in is breath acting. Of your, uh, to you, that's, sure, you're just not? like acting. Then yep, it's just exactly. acting. That's how I interpret it. Well, you're a lunatic, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it a seven. Okay, <laughs> I think we have to. In future episodes, we're going to need to define this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next category: mannequin zero to a hundred. I don't think there are any mannequins in it. Yeah, I can't think of any either, which is weird. You would think there'd be like a fashion like dummy thing, what do yeah, they call the form dress form, or a, dress, something. Some, yeah. a dress form somewhere. <laughs> just in that house, there's got to be a dress form somewhere in that Adams family house. But I don't think there are any mannequins in this. No, uh, zero, zero. I'll give it a zero too. John, oh, now I'm yelled wow. at again. I'm just shocked. <laughs> this turn into um, adhering to what the category oh, is okay. is really unlike mm-hmm. you. Next category: dramatic lighting, <laughs> zero to a hundred. Oh well, the key light on her eyes on Morticia alone—it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's all what Berserk did and did it times fifty. Yeah, yeah, a hundred, hundred. Uh, and lightning crashes. Lightning crashes is right. See, howling at the moon. Sure. Dramatic yeah. lighting. Sure, sure. Sure, the moon. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I'll, gi- I'll give it a 98. 98. Uh, I'm going to give it a 95. Okay. Um. Oh, uh, 
Adam's Family Values, number one in Yay. dramatic lighting with a 97.67. <laughs> Here's another, I think, good category for Adam's Family that. Values. Strident women, zero to 100. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got Joan Cusack. You got Carol Kane. You Even could, Amanda Buckman, Amanda is, pretty Buckman strident. is pretty strident. Christine Baranski, for God's sake. Christine Baranski. Yes. Wednesday. Um, Wednesday, Adam. Grandma. Yeah. No, Wednesday's not strident. Oh, I think she goes after what she wants. <laughs> oh, I think I'm in strident vocally. <laughs> oh, I think in any, uh, not necessarily. It doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but no, I think it's 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 chock full. Chock so full. I would say, um, uh, yeah, I'll give it a ninety-five. Ninety-five. Uh, I'm gonna go ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Um. Yeah, I'll give ninety six then to complete the circuit. <laughs> oh, Adam's Family Values number one. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Why am I getting nervous? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Next category: fun fonts, Strange zero to one hundred, and Adam's Family Values. I mean, oh yeah, I love the um later um the uh what is it uh you know title card at the very end. Yeah, That's, not long after, or what? Not what was the three words? Directed um, by <laughs> Barry, no. based on characters. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's those long squiggly lines. Oh, that, that was like Doctor Strange ish looking, like the font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, that Hirschfeld guy. <laughs> yes, that Hirschfeld guy. Who's the guy who drew yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Broadway the pictures and yeah, you're the, correct. Yeah, that's and right. the yeah. restaurants? Yeah, Hirschfeld. that's his name. The one in restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, you're correct. Uh, so, what would you I give this in fun fonts? Um, oh, I I think they're very really clever. Uh, I would give it a ninety. Ninety. Um, yeah, I'm also going to go ninety on this yeah. one. You're going ninety. Yep. I also am going ninety. All righty. Wow, that's the 90, highest score 90, I've ever 90 given across in the fun board. <laughs> fun <All right>. fonts. <laughs> Next category: <laughs> cheerworthy cameos. I mean, this Zero is chock full of them. This movie, a chock full, chock full. Oh, it's insane. Chock full. Barry Sonnenfeld that's himself. Barry Sonnenfeld himself. <laughs> you got again Cynthia yeah, Nixon, Tony David Hyde Pierce, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Um, uh, Were you cheering Harry when Cynthia Harris? Nixon showed up? Yes. Yay! She's Absolutely. here. I was cheering when Harriet Harris showed up. Who's that? Harriet Harris She's, is so um, brilliant. She is the mother of the bratty girl. Oh, I love her. Yeah. She's a genius. She's on Frasier. Great. <laughs> yep. Yes. Frasier's agent. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. That's not really a cameo, um, though. She has like a whole part. She's in multiple scenes. Okay. But still, I was cheering. Well, that's cheerworthy cameos. Okay. Not well, cheerworthy. still with cameos. So we again, got David Hyde Pierce, just don't Tony Shalhoub. about the category No, anymore. that's not true. I've listed five other names. <laughs> it's cheerworthy cameos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not anytime Charles you cheer. Bush. <laughs> Charles Bush. Charles Bush. Mm-hmm. Tramp. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you give this on cheerworthy cameos? That's a cameo. I'm, I'll... Give it a 99. 99. Uh, I'm going to go 100. 100? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get Nathan it. Lane? That's a cameo. I'll, I'm with you there. Yeah. You finally did it, John. Oh, okay, right. thank you. <laughs> you. John, you said <laughs> something the that Nathan made Lane cards. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, and based on actual <laughs> things that were in the movie. I only this did is iconic. It, I only... <laughs> I only gave it a 99 because they didn't put me in the movie. <laughs> Those bastards. Fair, fair. I'm giving it a 97. Okay. Currently number one in Cheerworthy Cameos. All righty. 
All right, next category: memorial moments, zero to a hundred. This is this is a moment where characters take time to pause and reflect about those no longer with us. Uh, well, the very end of the movie is them look at the graveside of yeah. Debbie, um, looking at a centerfold, uh, and they look, look at, at mom. mom. Yeah, looking at Craig, the centerfold of mom. Alec, you have got to see Adam Family Values. <laughs> There's also, I mean, you yeah, could say that carry. the play within a play has it sort of like remember. Yeah, you sure? I buy yeah. that. What would you give this? Yeah, it's on? very good. Um, I, I'd give it a 90. 90. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go 85. 85. Um, I'll give it 80. Okay. Just, uh, yeah. Sure. Great. A little more <laughs> sincerity. They're, they're all, if there was a moment for all, age, you'd give it higher. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. <laughs> and they're, they they're all dead, the so quilt. the whole thing is a memorial. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, next category, a feels song. So is there a song that puts you in your feels? Zero to 100? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's so. see. What are some of the songs that they listen to? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, that's that gets you ironically, as torture. Sure. I mean, uh, it's sound like music. Uh, yeah. Um, there's, but we're laughing at them in that moment. I mean, I, I would even argue yeah. that uh, Fester Howling at the Moon sort of has a sort of like wistfulness to it. I think you'd lose that argument, but you could. Sure, sure. but I'm going to argue it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> is that breath acting um, or singing, John? <laughs> what is the difference? There's a nostalgia. It. There's a there's a nostalgia in the theme song. So that makes you to feel... Adam's family whoop. There yeah. it is. That no, one? he's talking about the theme the song from the TV show that is oh, woven in. <laughs> Tag team really nailed it. <laughs> uh, so, what would you give this on a feel song? Eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, I have to go low on this one because it, it's it's not a movie that like lives in wistfulness or so. You know what I mean? Like they're all sort of like. Even as weird as they are, they love life and they're like all about like, yeah. you know, embracing it and enjoying it. So I will give it, uh, I'll give it a 20. 20. Oh, um, going back to the, the font, going back to the font <laughs> for a minute. Sometime later. That was the, the card. Go. Oh my God. I'm exhausted. Those are the words. I had to look, finally. I had to look that up. <laughs> Sometime later. Um, for a feel song, I gave it a zero. Okay. Because there isn't one. All, All right, right, Kevin, now it's your time to add a category. What would you like to add? I would like to add um, uh, the. Uh, you know, we t- always talk about a family. We do. Okay. Is that, does, is that sort of uh, in. In one of the other questions. Like teamwork, you mean? Is it overlap with teamwork? It was te- yeah, it might overlap with teamwork. Do you mean like chosen um, family, that kind of thing? That message of family, yeah. Of, of, of I don't know. Maybe it would be Freaky more, family? more uh, specific. Yeah. Um, how about, uh, let's use the word macabre. <laughs> macabre. Okay. Just like that. Macabre in general? Just how macabre is this? Yes. And a scale yes, of 1 to 100. macabre. Yes. I'll do like, macabre um, with a question, question mark. mark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what how is macabre. it about macabre that you think appeals to like gay? Like, how would that make a movie gayer, do you think? Um. Well, I mean, when you look at the original um Frankenstein and Dracula uh-huh. and Bride of Frankenstein. There's something campy and macabre because you're mm. a little scared, but you're also giggling. Sure, sure. And and so 
as opposed to just a jump out scare, mm-hmm. macabre gives gives you some goosebumps. So the goosebump macabre feeling. Um, uh, that's that's a, <laughs> a very campy. Just for uh, the record, how many cocktails in uh, are you right now? <laughs> No, <laughs> no. <Really? laughs> that explains it all. So, was... It's only two o'clock. <laughs> so, what would you give Adam's family values on macabre? <laughs> oh, I love the mac- the whole macabre feeling of it um, from the set design and on down or up. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a hundred. Uh, the Adams family are the definite. They're the yeah. definition of macabre. Yeah, I will also give it a hundred for that. I mean, yeah. How do you not? It's the <laughs> fucking Adams family people. God. Okay, and now we enter into the bonus points category. Um, so these are things we all agree on. They are just uh, concrete, not up for debate. Yeah. So straight actors playing gay roles, negative five percent each instance. Was there's no gay roles in this movie as we established, so there's no. There's no bonus for that. Um, that's is it the opposite? Uh, or, Are me. there gay actors playing straight roles? <laughs> um, I don't think so. We do not have that category yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next category: positive portrayal of homosexuality plus fifteen percent. I don't think yeah, we it's can tough do because it. it doesn't portray homosexuality. That it's, is tough. That, that is it tough to, do, to make yeah. that argument. Sure. Again, uh, there's only Charles Bush. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then finally, is this movie cruising? This is not the movie cruising, so it does not get penalized fifty percent of its points. Okay, no. <laughs> so in the final tabulation, negative on the cruising. <laughs> as we crunch these numbers out of a total possible. 2,750 points. Mm -hmm. Adam's family values have scored 1,673.67, giving it a percentage of 60.86, making it the second gayest movie of all time. Not as gay as Muppets Take Manhattan, but gayer than 9 to 5. Oh, wow. I'll buy that. Sure. Um, You think this movie's... Less gay than Bubba Sig Manhattan. That has Liza Minnelli, Joan Rivers, and Miss Piggy. So, yes. And the math checks out, John. Okay, Mm. sure. If it had actual gay people, that would help. That would get it out of the D. I still don't think that the Muppet Sig Manhattan has actual gay people Uh, in it. Bert Nerny, They were not gay. (laughs) They were not out at the time. They did nothing gay. There's nothing about it. Nobody's gay in Adam's family. They're both Ds. They're both (laughs) losers. Uh They're both not gay. Right, okay. They failed. Okay, you're very angry right now. We need actual gay movies. You're very angry right now. Well, you brought it out of me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening to the final episode of Total Queen. <laughs> We're never ending this. I want something at least to get a C, for Christ's uh-huh. sake. Well, if you scored it better in certain categories, Wait, it might. It's not me. It's the movie. It's I, not the... Okay. It's, it's not how you're movie. reacting to boys. the movie. That's what I'm saying. This is about. Boys. Oh, boys. <laughs> you made up a bunch of boys. categories. Boys. 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 Uh, Kevin. Too bad you're not boys. in the room with you're us to keep pretty. us apart. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> you're, you're both pretty. And... And I would say that I I would say that this movie is very gay because of its wonderful writer. Absolutely. And and uh, sometimes back in, you know, 20, what is this, 26 years ago? Uh, Yeah. 26 years ago. We had to we had to hide camp. Yeah. We had to hide it. And so what what better family to hide it and and be a little subversive than Right. Absolutely. Um Yeah. yeah was, I think- was he the one who wrote the Girl Scouts cookies? 
made out of real Girl Scouts. Oh, that was the first, the first one? one. Oh, I don't know. He, it sounds like him. He definitely did a pass at the first yeah. movie. Uh, I yeah, think I would have done better if it a- had actual gay people or some homoeroticism. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you can't put this on me, John. But but you say that as if like, well, the Muppet Steak Man hadn't had all that homoeroticism. Look, the numbers were there. We scored it higher. What can I tell you? <laughs> okay, it was also a musical that probably helped. <laughs> sure, there were musical numbers in this. This had a musical in it, and there was like a whole big dance sequence. I don't know what then- you want me to do, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're looking for. <laughs> I want consistency from you. I think I'm very <laughs> consistent. Do I need to go <laughs> no. over your numbers? You go right ahead. You forgot okay. the numbers in front John, of you. We're Use done. them like a weapon. We're all done. Right. This was another. That was the Kevin. best Thanksgiving musical ever. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. In that movie, still not a positive and, portrayal. Of and the wonderful tango, the tango, and the wonderful yep. dance sequence. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's just not the gayest movie of all time. We're okay. not saying it's not a great movie. It's sure. just not the gayest no, movie. Of all time. The search okay. goes on. The it search does. goes Continues. on. <laughs> we got to do something next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a iTunes review. All right, you want me to read it, please? Okay, cool. This is from uh, Fluffy Bunny Toledo. I uh, heard these guys on High and Mighty and had to check this out. They did not disappoint. So funny and fun. Thank you so much, Fluffy Bunny. Thank you. Toledo. If you leave us an iTunes review, uh, great review. Uh, we'll us. read it. Yeah, we'll read it. Isn't that fun? You can say anything in that. Yeah. We'll read it. <laughs> we'll read Tell it. Tell us what movie to watch. We'll <laughs> mention it. Tell us how wrong we are about uh, something. Kevin, is there anything you would like to plug, promote, shill for at this time? Um, I'm doing a concert at Carnegie Hall, so come on November 21st. <laughs> this will come out the day before Thanksgiving, so, so I think people will miss that, unfortunately. But I heard you were great. Oh, the buzz, as always, is buzz? that you were Tony-worthy for your performance at Carnegie Hall. And it was, yeah, I got there from practice. The um, the Little Shop of Horrors was very exciting. That was really gay. Oh, that's great. That yes. was really gay. At the at the Pasadena Playhouse, that was really we had our um, uh, MJ Rodriguez was your Audrey um, the the first trans actress to play Audrey that we know of, and um, <laughs> all the other it was like the gayest cast and 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 crew I've ever worked with. So that was <laughs> one really, more dress for out of life out of a musical. Crazy. You're gonna have to yeah, you're gonna have to start start. Doing plays now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for This has us. been a blast. Thank, Thank you so much for doing so it. Thank, Thank you for doing it. You can follow us on Twitter in. and Instagram at Two Old Queens. Or you can email us at Two Old Queens at gmail.com. And that's it for We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. Produced by Alex Arche. Music by Danny Cohen. Art by Connie Shin. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.